Well, things are getting more expensive. That is hardly breaking news, especially if you've needed lumber in the last little while. But the Consumer Price Index, that is out, and it's now confirming this for us. David McDonald, of course, is a senior economist for the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, and he joins us now for more on this on 640 Toronto. David, how are you this afternoon? Doing not too bad. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you being here as always. Okay, the report says that prices are up, but they've uh, actually outpaced the estimates? Yeah, so prices are up 3.4% since this time last year. Um, you know, one of the concerns about inflation is that the Bank of Canada might look at that and say, oh gosh, you know, our goal is 1% to 3%. It's over 3%. We're going to jack up the interest rates and no one will be able to make their mortgage payments. Um, but the, the Bank of Canada uses a slightly different measure than this sort of general consumer price index. And their measures are still sitting at around 2 or just under 2%. So there's no real worry that there's going to be a big increase in interest rates from this particular uh, point. And it's also important to understand uh, how the, the inflation is measured, the consumer price index is measured. Um, it's basically measured against the prices as they existed last year. And this is the April data. So as they list, existed in April of last year. Now, the biggest component of the increase is gasoline prices. And so if you think back, you know, I just filled my car up today. Think back of the, you know, the, the gas prices today versus the gas prices a year ago in the middle of the start of the pandemic. I mean, it was a ghost town on the streets. I mean, gas prices were the cheapest they'd been in years. Uh, and so prices were really low. And so if you compare those prices and uh, the, you know, the start of the pandemic to the prices today, you see a big increase, 62% increase uh, since this time last year. That's the biggest part of all this, but that's that's the sort of base effect is we saw decreases in some prices last year, very slow growth. And we're kind of making up for that difference. So in that sense, you know, if we go back a couple of years, not big changes in prices, but when we compare to this point last year, huge changes in prices because of uh, how depressed spending was in particular areas because of the pandemic. All right, because one of the big headlines is, of course, uh, that the Consumer Price Index uh, shows prices climbing at its fastest rate in a decade. But as you just laid it out and explained it there, that's kind of a little misleading or a bit of a misnomer. Yeah, so it's kind of, it's as much makeup for the loss that we had last year. I mean, you know, at this point last year, we'd seen some of the biggest declines in consumer price indexes, and that's our comparison point. So it's not sort of back two years ago or three years ago. It's just to this point last year. And so, you know, that's why I think that there's not a terrible amount of concern at the Bank of Canada for this, because this isn't inflation. It's maybe returning to the previous price levels. I mean, if we went back to 2019, and check the price levels for gasoline, say, we'd find them probably around where they are today, you know, 120, you know, 120 130, something like that, um, as opposed to comparing it to last year in the little pandemic where maybe it was 60, you know. Um, and so b- big difference there. Um, some of the other categories that saw big changes were uh, health and personal care, um, you know, big increase since, uh, since last year. Uh, this is, you know, this is haircuts and nails, makeup purchases, that sort of thing. Um, you know, and these are areas where, again, you know, you're comparing it to full lockdown mode. Not quite as bad at this, this, at this point. Uh, you know, it, it will probably be much better next year in terms of our ability to even access some of those services. And then one of the other major components is actually the increase in shelter costs. And this is relatively unrelated to the pandemic insofar as we're seeing house price increases, rent increases. You know, we thought that there was going to be a decline in house prices. Turns out quite the opposite happened because of low interest rates. Right. Uh, and so this is gauging the cost it takes to, to maintain a house. So make your mortgage payment, make your rent payment, pay for utilities and so on. And so that's another measure that's up. And, and this isn't due to the fact that there was a big decline last year. This is just due to the fact that, you know, we've seen steady house, pr- house price increases over time. And that has accelerated in the last year, not gone down. 
Okay, so if prices have just kind of returned to previous levels then, uh, David, is there a concern that uh, with the supply maybe staying stagnant or what it is, or maybe even a little less because a lot of businesses have been closed down and supply might be down and demand uh, steadily increases here, particularly as some businesses uh, reopen and there's a lot of pent-up demand, if you will, for spending. Do you think that uh, we're going to see inflation maybe really take off here in the next few months? Well, so that is the, that is the concern at this point. Again, I mean, this big, you know, Ontario is still locked down, and so well, there's obviously a lot less spending on things like, uh, you know, gasoline. You know, if you want to go to a hotel, it's pretty cheap these days uh, because no one's staying there, as opposed to you know in 2019 uh, at this point. And so th- there's certainly money in consumers' pockets. The insolvency rates, the bankruptcy rates for businesses, are actually down in 2020 compared to 2019. So while some businesses have gone bankrupt, the government programs have been very generous and have kept many of them open. And so if we do see large-scale reopening this summer, uh, I think that there is some expectation that we will see um, not just this sort of return to, to previous levels, but sort of a real actual inflation in prices, particularly over the summer and early fall months as we see uh, broad reopening. Now, the question is whether those trends continue into 2022. I, I don't think it's going to be a surprise to anyone that we're going to see them in uh, you know, July, um, August, September, October. Uh, but are we still going to be seeing them in January once people uh, go back to those patios and do that vacation they wanted to do and, uh, and uh, you know, buy those things you know, in haircut and nail salons they couldn't do for a year? Um, And so I suspect that that's not going to be the case. You know, going into this pandemic, we had very low unemployment, um, you know, six below six percent unemployment, which was just something we'd never seen since the basically since the 60s in Canada. And we weren't seeing inflation then. Uh, And so I think we'd be hard pressed uh, to get to get back to that point and see it this time around. But, you know, time will tell. We'll see in 2022. Yeah. What is the consequence of inflation? You mentioned interest rates uh, a moment ago, but if we do see prices that continue to uh, trend uh, upwards, uh, obviously, I mean, the basic answer is that uh, life becomes more unaffordable. But uh, maybe what is the, the one or two major concerns here? Yeah, certainly that's one of the concerns that the Bank of Canada will see this and say, ouch, we're going to we're going to jack up interest rates. And that affects everything from your credit card to your to your mortgage rate to, you know, your line of credit. Um, now, on the flip side, of course, is that uh, it, it actually devalues debt. And so when you've got high debt levels uh, for, for households, because you take, had to take out a big mortgage, um, you know, as long as, uh, as long as your salary, as long as your hourly wage keeps up with inflation, uh, this could make you net better off because you're making more, but your debt isn't going up. It's sort of at a set amount. This is one of the ways that we get at a high levels of indebtedness is, is higher levels of inflation that kind of eats away at that relative value. Now, of course, if your income is not increasing, as prices go up, then you're in a bit of a pickle. Uh, so if you're, um, you know, if you're on minimum wage and the minimum wage isn't increasing to match inflation, uh, you're in some other job where you're not seeing increases, or you're you're receiving, say, a pension that's not indexed to inflation, uh, then you get into trouble because you're not sort of keeping up with that higher price level, and you know you can't afford the basics and so on. All right, David, really appreciate the time and breaking it all down for us. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. All right. David McDonald, Senior Economist for the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives on the Canadian Consumer Prices uh, Price Index, which was released late yesterday.